0: ways to avoid taxes legally for to ers We have Preston Anderson back.
1: If you buy a piece of property, live in it for two years and then sell it, all of those gains are tax-free. You're able to write off more than you're spending. You're able to increase your cash while actually reducing your taxes. He has $4 million in his IRA right now. He would have paid about $300,000 in tax that year. Instead, he's going to have over a million dollar tax bill. If you have a long term capital gain asset that you want to sell and you don't want to pay the tax on, you can sell the entire thing, take all of those capital gains and throw them into the opportunity zone, defer the tax and potentially even reduce the tax. Okay. Thank you, Kiana. So the very first thing that I do for nine to fivers, and it's my absolute favorite strategy, is is HSAs. I think an HSA, every person should max them out. It provides multiple layers of tax benefits. The first, you get a write-off in this year. So even if you don't have any medical expenses this year, you still get to deduct it. So it's used for medical expenses. So you have to have a high deductible, insurance plan for this to work but what happens is when you put it in you get a deduction today it can grow tax-free and then when you pull it out it comes out tax-free so it's tax-free in tax-free growth and tax-free out triple net tax-free it's awesome those are my favorite so that's the very first thing I teach with everybody that's a nine-to-fiver is is use the HSA okay number two is real estate I teach clients how to use real estate to grow their net worth. And I do this in two ways. The first is with their primary residence. So if I have, I teach to a lot of single clients that are young in their early 20s, mid 20s, this strategy. If you buy a piece of property, live in it for two years and then sell it, all of those gains are tax-free, okay, up to $250,000. tax free. There's no, you don't have to go buy another house. You don't have to reinvest it. It's all tax free. And so you can do this every two years. And Does this uh,
0: matter who the president is for this one?
1: Nope. Nope. This one has been around for 40, 50, 60 years. I'm not even sure when it was created and it's not going away anytime soon. Okay, so using using your primary residence to create tax free wealth. So I do I I take that back. I I teach us basically the two primary people. One are really young people that don't have a family, because if you have young kids, it it becomes hard to move every two years. But the second are retirees, people that their kids are out of the house and they they love adventure and they want to work on a project. Uh, And I have clients who literally every two years make about one hundred and fifty to two hundred thousand dollars tax free. Okay, wow. so they use their house to to build their wealth. So that's that's using your primary residence for real estate, <clears throat> and you have to live there. Has to be your primary residence for two year, two of the past five years to qualify. The second way I use real estate is that depreciation. Okay, so you can't understand
0: what that means. What is this, this depreciation this everyone depreciation. talks
1: about? The so depreciation is non cash expense that you get to write off your your investment properties for residential real estate, it's over 27 and a half years. So if you buy a piece of property for let's just say $300,000, you get to deduct $10,000 every year of principal. So if, you're, if your mortgage is, let's just say for ease of numbers, $15,000 a year, and interest is 10 of that, principal is only being reduced by $5,000 on the loan, you're writing off the 10,000 for interest of the mortgage. You're not writing off the principal, but you're writing off $10,000 of depreciation. So you're writing off more than you're actually coming out in cash. And so for a lot of people, and especially in those early years of real estate, you're able to write off more than you're spending. You're able to increase your cash while actually reducing your taxes. Okay. Now there are some income limits. And if your income is over $150,000 a year, this doesn't work. But for those that are under a hundred thousand, it's a beautiful method to increase your, your net worth while increasing your cash and decreasing your tax liability. One of the other things that's great about real estate is as it appreciates, you get to pull money out of that property hundred percent tax-free. So you're going to take a loan out And then buy more properties. And so I see clients do this a lot.
0: And then yeah, that's how you get into the real that that is you're no longer in nine to five or you're now getting into the real estate business. (laughs) True.
1: Yeah, you're right. You're right. But I do have a lot of clients where they they work a nine to five and they'll have three or four and they'll build their real estate portfolio on the back end right? You
0: guys, that is literally the definition of wealth, by the way, multiple revenue streams. We have, we cannot say this enough. We have multiple revenue streams. Personally, I haven't, I've yet to get into real estate, but that's the way to get wealthy.
1: It absolutely hundred percent is. So we currently have one, one rental property. We've done a couple of flips. We're going to be doing more rentals for sure. No question. The third thing I teach people is is that is the Roth IRA versus the traditional, or the Roth four hundred one k versus the traditional. And the difference is with a traditional IRA, you get to deduct it today. With the Roth, there is no deduction today, but when you pull it out at retirement, it's a hundred percent tax free. And so, when clients have income, when they're in that twenty four percent bracket or less. I always advise to put money toward the Roth. If you're in the 33% or 37% bracket, sure, I can see, I can understand getting the deduction today. But the problem is I see so many times is people will put money into an IRA. I have a client who I, I, we've gone back and forth on this a couple of times. He's put money into his, his traditional IRA and it's grown. He has $4 million in his IRA right now. Had he, when it was at 800,000, I said, you need to convert this. And he was this close to converting it and just said, you know what, the tax it's going to be too much. He would have paid about $250,000 in tax, maybe $300,000 in tax that year. Instead at $4 million, when he pulls it out, he's going to have over a million dollar tax bill. And that's on today for on those numbers, as it continues to grow that number just grows, right? Whereas if he'd have converted it into the Roth, that growth of that tax bill was done. So that could have grown to a billion dollars and it would be tax-free You know, I not want
0: everybody to do
1: this. That the lure of that tax deduction today is strong with a lot of people. They see, oh, I'm going to put twenty thousand dollars into a SEP or something, and they see, oh, it's going to save me five or six thousand dollars. They see, oh, that's that six thousand dollars is okay. smells really yeah. sweet, right? Yeah, yeah. Whereas <clears throat> if you pay that six thousand today, have it grow, it comes out tax free. And so if you're in the if you're in the upper brackets. I can see putting it into a traditional because I really do a lot of timing issues with with income. But if you're if you're in anything less than the 32% bracket, 100% put it into a Roth, no questions asked. So you can save money with the traditional, but you can save more money long term with the Roth. So the next strategy I teach is using long-term capital gains. So when you hold onto an asset for more than 12 months, it drops from your top tax bracket, whatever that bracket is. If it's 24%, it drops to 15. If you're in the 37% bracket, it drops to 20. And so basically using those, using time to use the tax code to reduce your taxes. And if you're anything in lower than the 22% bracket, the fifth, the 12 or the 10, that capital long-term capital gains rate is zero. Okay. And so you can maximize long-term capital gains. So what I do with a lot of clients, with some clients, so if they're in the, if they're in the 12% bracket, but 0% for long-term capital gains is what we'll do is we'll, we'll reset their basis. And so at the end of the year, we will have them sell something and buy it right back so that they realize those gains, pay tax on it, but their tax is zero, so they're not actually paying tax, and then buy it back immediately so they still hold on to it. They just they take their basis from $100 a share to $200 a share, but they do it in a way that's tax-free.
0: Okay. So it really is case by case. And we actually did a mm-hmm. video with you, Preston, where you talked about the capital gain taxes and also some loopholes on how to reduce your day trading taxes that we're gonna, I'm gonna link it maybe over here, over here, or this may come first, we don't know, but stay tuned for that video is really, really awesome. Think, Let's right? get the number five here.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so long-term capital gains is huge. The last one is is opportunity zones. So when people have long-term capital gains, if they reinvest those those dollars into an opportunity zone fund, they can defer those gains for 10 years. They hold it in the entire time. Those gains disappear.
0: Can you okay. just very quickly explain to us? Because I just heard about opportunity zones the other day, and it's yeah. fascinating. Can you explain what it is?
1: Okay, so an opportunity zone fund is they were created under the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, so TICJOC. Or what do we call it? So they were created another tax cuts and jobs act of a couple of years ago, where they are incentivizing people to invest in kind of lower income areas. And most of the time, people invest into real estate. But you can you can do one of two things: either set up your own fund or invest in somebody else's fund. And as long as you hold your money in there for 10 years, it is all tax free. And then you can basically sell it all. Buy another one, have it all grow, and kind of redo this this strategy over and over again until twenty forty seven is when it runs out.
0: Is Ohio so, yeah. one of the hot spots now for opportunity zones? Ohio, yeah.
1: There's a lot of opportunity zones in Ohio. There's I can I'll send you a link to the map that you can link in the description.
0: Awesome. But there's
1: a, The the government has a link for all of the opportunity zones in the the U.S. And so you can basically type in a zip code and pull up where the opportunity zones are. But if you have a long-term capital gain asset that you want to sell and you don't want to pay the tax on, you can sell the entire thing, take all of those capital gains and throw them into the opportunity zone, defer the tax, and potentially even reduce the tax completely.
0: I guess I'm going to do this. (laughs) Why didn't you tell me that? All right, we're going to talk about this on the phone, personally with Preston and ask him why I haven't been doing this. All right, thank you so much, Preston, again for joining us, you guys. We have had awesome discussions with Preston in other videos. So make sure that you subscribe, share this video with your friends. And if you want to contact Preston for a free valuation of your tax situation before he gets completely booked out, go ahead and book your call today. I'm going to link to his calendar. Below. Thanks again, Preston. Thanks, Kiana. We have a tradition in our Investiva Movement videos. We are gonna get you to do your fifth and final silly face. Three, two, one. All right, that was much better than the first one. Good job.